J.M. and the A.M. at 7.33 on a Wednesday morning, tw- 27 minutes before 8 o'clock, as we broadcast uh, on this three-weeks format Wednesday. Well, Jacob Kornblue, who's been with us before, is a political reporter for Jewish Insider, and he is down in Philadelphia after spending last week in Cleveland. That's right, he's with the Democrats this week, last week with the Republicans. Joins us live via telephone. Jacob Kornblue, welcome back to J.M. and the A.M. Good morning, Malcolm Siegel. Yeah, sounds like you're having a good time down there. Oh, being away from home is always good, right? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> uh, but uh, you're certainly in a very uh, exciting environment, let's put it that way. Um, first of all, I mean, the story that continues to uh, make its way through, um, uh, through the Jewish community is these uh, protesters who are burning Israeli flags outside the arena down in Philadelphia. You know anything about this? It, it was reported while uh, Bill Clinton was set to, to take the stage last night, so most of the reporters were inside uh, the arena while it happened. But um, there's video of it, so nobody can deny it, and uh, Jewish Democrats already rushed to condemn it. Uh, uh, it, it is disturbing that it happened in front of a major party convention, and, uh, I mean, uh, to to display a Palestinian flag and hold up a banner about Palestinian Lives Matter or Free Palestine is one thing, but to uh, burn an Israeli flag, such a symbol, in front of a major party convention is something else, and I think that uh, you'll hear today uh, some more condemnation about that. Yeah, a lot of people scrambling, I'm sure, to do that later on today. Jacob Cornblue down in Philadelphia. Let's start with last week. Um, you know, everyone expected there to be a, uh, a a big challenge to Donald Trump. Everyone, not, I shouldn't say everyone, but many people predicted that there would be uh, some type of brokered convention or at least a feeling of one, if not officially one, at least the feeling of one. What Was there the divisiveness in the Republican Party last week? Did you feel it uh, the way that many re- thought there would be going in? I don't think that the rift is within the Republican Party, uh, rather between Donald Trump and some of the elite. Uh, the establishment uh, that could not swallow the candidacy of Donald Trump. And also you have the farm policy hawks who, uh, with the message of America first and uh, breaking ties with NATO, such an important ally, I mean, all these comments make them uh, shriver. I mean, uh, if if, if people look on policy and substance and, and, uh, you know, engaging in the world and so forth, they don't want Donald Trump to be the next president. Uh, I think it, you know, you saw Ted Cruz refusing to endorse um, Donald Trump, and he got booed off the stage. Right. Uh, you look at the polls, Donald Trump is leading Hillary Clinton by three or four points. So you're going to see a lot of coming around uh, of Republican voters and independent voters uh, because they see Donald Trump as a competitive uh, contender to Hillary Clinton, and they also don't like Hillary Clinton, and there's only Two choices. It's either you vote for Trump or you elect Hillary Clinton. Right. Jacob Cornblue with us from Philadelphia. 
the uh, the Jewish presence at the Republican convention and the Jewish presence at the Democratic convention. Uh, address both for us. Uh, what type of what type of crowd and feel did you get last week, and what are you getting down in Philadelphia? Obviously, at the Republican convention, there was more of a presence of Orthodox Jews who identify much more with the Republican Party than with the Democratic Party in a whole. Uh, here, you're not seeing so many Orthodox Jews, but you're also seeing a lot of Jews because... 70% or at least 60% of the Democratic, of the Jewish uh, vote, votes Democratic regardless who is at top of the ticket. Right. So obviously in terms of uh, the Jewish community, there's a, a greater presence at the Democratic Party. But I think at, at, at the Republican Party was more intimate. It was more a warmth. Uh, you had, uh, you know, you have Christian uh, leaders who express themselves as pro-Israel and pro-Jews. You know, you walk down the the corridors and everybody stops you and says Shalom or I love Israel. That's what you see at the Republican Party. Last night, nobody stopped me uh, and said Shalom uh, or I love Israel. Uh, the contrary, they burned the Israeli flag outside the convention. So it, 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 the, the warmth towards Jews is different, uh, uh, at least in the expression uh, between the Democratic Party, which is an exclusive party. You have minorities, not only Jews. Uh, the Democratic Party is a coalition of minorities, and the Republican Party is more of a family-oriented uh, party that uh, Jews at least Orthodox Jews find um, that, that party um, a warm home for them. Uh, are you able to get uh, Minyanim and kosher food at both conventions? At the RNC, at the Republican Party, you had kosher food outside of the uh, convention zone, uh, and there was Minyanim Minchamarov every night uh, inside the um, arena. Last night, there was no minion in the arena, but we had kosher, glass kosher hot dogs, uh, a stand, uh, <laughs> which is all year round at the Wells Fargo Center. So you had both. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a minion last week and a kosher hot dog this week. There you go. Jacob Cornblow is with us. As a, as a, um, a member of a Hasidic sect, uh, were you asked, or were? Or, uh, let me put it this way: When people see you, do they do they welcome being questioned by you? Because I'm assuming you're going around speaking to different delegates and trying to get a feel from different people around the country what their feelings are. You know, at both conventions, uh, do they purposely want to speak to you, or do many people avoid you when they see you? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I don't think I was ever snubbed by anybody. Um, I don't have that angry face with horns <laughs> going at anyone. So, but I do think that in the Republican Party, uh, I was approached rather than running after delegates. So delegates came over to me to speak and to express themselves. Whereas at the Democratic Party, it's a little harder for me because, uh, after all, my presence is still, as you say, 
um, you know, as a Hasidic Jew, and it's it's it's, it's something different. You don't see it every day. Uh, uh, a professional reporter, uh, you know, with a with a velvet yarmulke and a long uh, suit. But um, I don't think that it affects my work, and I don't think I stand out so much. Um, I mean, some could argue otherwise, but I don't see that. Yeah, not as in much my day-to-day work. Not as much as we might think. Uh, political reporter for Jewish Insider Jacob Kornblue is with us from down in Philadelphia. Were you with the New York delegation last night? The people who probably know you best. I was uh, on the floor at some point last night, uh, uh, standing where the New York delegation was seated. Uh, so I saw a lot of. Uh, elected officials that um, I'm close with and um, know from covering them, but I wasn't dancing or huddling with them. No, that I understand, but were you know, people that you're very familiar with from City Hall in New York City, were they down there and part of the New York uh, State delegation? Yes, obviously. And what about at the Republican convention? At the Republican convention as well. There were a lot of, uh, obviously in New York City, the less uh, Republican elected officials and Democrats, but um, yeah, I mean the new delegation also uh, in the in, I mean the delegation the delegates at the Democratic Party is almost double than at the Republican Party. So where, whereas you have uh, at the Republican Party you have 95 delegates uh, in the Democratic Party you have almost 300 delegates. Right. So it is different and you have a New York City mayor, you have a, a council speaker, you have a, a city controller, a public advocate, uh, a governor, a um, state controller. So all those uh, people are a little more uh, important than just regular delegates from the Republican Party. Understood. Jacob, um, is it safe to say that that what everybody, th- again, everybody, what some people thought would be, uh, you know, very exciting conventions we, with Trump versus everybody and Hillary versus Sanders, uh, is it safe to say that both conventions have somewhat been anticlimactic? Uh, the Democratic Party convention had a rocky start with all these Bernie Sanders, uh, uh, um, you know, chanting and giving out the energy. Uh, it stuck. Uh, towards the end of the evening when uh, Sanders gave his full product endorsement to Hillary, and last night he actually stopped the nomination process to nominate Hillary Clinton. So I think that the Democratic Party is pretty much united. Uh, at, at the Republicans, um, there was excitement, but uh, those were from Trump supporters. Most of the delegates don't forget that Trump, won a majority of the delegates back in April. So all of his, uh, all of his uh, competitors were pretty much out by the beginning of May, and the Democratic Party, the last primary was June 14. Mm-hmm. So in the Republican Party, uh, all you saw on the convention floor were Trump supporters. So obviously it was exciting, but you didn't have any protests, you didn't have any shout-downs, sit-downs, or walkouts, because most of them were supporters of Donald Trump. Yeah, people were anticipating, you know, Chicago of 1968 and that type of convention, or at least that type of atmosphere, but I don't think that materialized at all. Not at all. Um, 
reaction to Debbie Wasserman Schultz and that whole uh, situation? Um, I don't think it, uh, it was more headlines for the Sunday morning uh, talk shows. Um, nobody's talking about it, and it happens to be that uh, the Jewish Democrats, the National uh, Jewish Democratic Council, is going to honor uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, at a special event on Thursday. So I think there's a lot of love for her in the Jewish community. After all, she was um, uh, referred to as the Jewish mother mm. of democratic politics, and she was very vocal about the Jewishness and very vocal about her support for Israel. Uh, she was, uh, historically, she was uh, a woman uh, representing a major party and being chair of such a major organization is an achievement for or anyone, uh, especially a Jewish woman from Florida. Uh, I, 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 this, this whole uh, controversy, I mean, it, it's good for, you know, for morning shows, it's good for headlines, for tabloids, but I don't think that uh, uh, Jewish voters were, uh, you know, persuaded to dump the Democratic Party because of these emails. <laughs> Uh, where can people read your material? Is it the Daily and the Jewish Insider? It's uh, JewishInsider.com uh, on a daily basis. Uh, we're also featured on JewishJournal.com and on Haaret. But if you really want to read my stuff, uh, you can sign up for our morning email, the daily kickoff, at JewishInsider.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Jacob Combo. That's easy. Thank you, Jacob. Enjoy Philadelphia. Take Jacob Kornblue is a political reporter for Jewish Insider. He is enjoying the second week of conventioneering <laughs> down in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania with the Democrats. 13 minutes before 8 o'clock on this Wednesday. Plenty more coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Mm-hmm.